Dear Asian Girl, For Asian Girls, By Asian Girls. Hello everyone, welcome to Dear Asian Girl, a podcast where we uplift and support Asian girls everywhere. Um, you guys probably already know my voice by now since you guys have been listening for more than a year, I hope, but I'm Genesis. Um, my pronouns are she, her. I am one of the podcast co-hosts. Um, so nice to meet you to any new listeners out there that are just tuning in. Um, today's a very, very special episode just because we have so many new people that are onboarded, um, specifically two of our two new co-hosts that are we're really, really excited, um, and eventually in future episodes, they're going to be featured in it with either either me or Nana. So I guess we can just get started on a round of introductions. Yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is Sana. Um, I've been on the podcast a couple of times. If you guys have heard like our other team episodes, I am 17. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm um, based in Orange County, California. I'm the assistant director of Dear Asian Youth. And my favorite breakfast food is, uh, this is a hard one because I skip breakfast a lot of the time since I do not wake up early enough. I like barely can get up in time for school. So like getting up early to eat breakfast and then go to school is something that doesn't happen very often. But I would just say, I'm going to be basic and say like eggs and toast I don't know <laughs> like but my for my eggs I like them sunny side up but not too runny <laughs> okay I'm gonna popcorn to Nana. hi like Sana said my name is Nana. you might recognize me if you've been listening to Dear Asian Girl for a while but my pronouns are she her I'm a young 15 I think the youngest on our team including Tanvi who I believe is also 15 <laughs> And I am from Los Angeles in Singapore currently. And my favorite breakfast food will always have to be pretty basic French toast. I will popcorn to Abigail. Hi, uh, I'm Abigail or Abby. I'm one of the new co-hosts for Dear Asian Girl. Uh, I'm 19. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm from Washington State. But right now for university, I'm in Michigan. It's very different here. Uh, and my favorite breakfast food is either leftovers, just cold straight into my mouth, uh, or overnight oats. Huge fan of those. And I'm going to pass it on to Nika. Hi, I'm Annika. I'm 21 years old. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm from London, UK. Um, I'm also going to be really basic and say that I don't also eat breakfast. <laughs> I skip it way too many times, which is probably unhealthy. But um, my favorite breakfast food is cereal. Um, I love any kind of cereal. So yeah, I'm gonna pop corner over to Erin. Also, yeah, sorry, I'm one of the new researchers. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna pop corner to Erin. Hi, I'm Erin. I'm also one of the new podcast researchers. I'm 18 years old. Um, and currently for college, I'm located uh, in the Philadelphia area. Um, and my favorite breakfast food, oh, my pronouns are she, her. My favorite breakfast food is probably, um, I really like green tea. I have that like every single morning. I brought an electric tea kettle with me to college too. And the I really second like I get off the Zoom, I'm making my green tea right now. So I feel <laughs> you on that. I know. <laughs> 
Um, and my food, I think I would say definitely I really love passion fruit yogurt. It's so good. Uh, so I think I'm going to pop her next to Izzy. Hey, everyone. My name is Izzy, and I'm one of the new podcast hosts. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm from the Sacramento area. I'm 16 years old, and um, I actually love breakfast food. You guys all act as if you've never had Trader Joe's cinnamon apple oatmeal. It is the best. Um, yeah, so I will let Ellie go next. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Ellie, and I'm one of the new podcast researchers. I think I might be the oldest person. I'm 23, <laughs> um, and I use she, her pronouns. I'm from Roseburg, Oregon, but right now I just actually moved to the New York area last week. And my favorite breakfast food, I don't eat breakfast, so coffee. <laughs> and I'll pop corn to, to Annette. Thanks. I I did not know that Ellie was older than me. I straight up thought that Ellie was 19. <laughs> I forgot. And I was like, I thought I was the oldest person here. Um, uh, hi, everyone. My name is Annette. I am currently the podcast manager of Dear Asian Girl. My pronouns are she, her, and I am... Uh, 19 right now, but turning 20 on the 15th of September. So happy early birthday to me. Yeehaw. Um, what was the question again? Sorry. Oh, my favorite breakfast food. I It breaks my heart to hear that so many of y'all don't eat breakfast. Um, please eat more. Um, but I would say that my favorite breakfast food is like probably French toast or eggs benedict or like tamagoyaki. I love eating all those things. So period. I will popcorn it to Jen now. Hi. So I guess I kind of already introduced myself previously. My pronouns are she, her. I, my hometown, I guess you can say, is the suburbs of Chicago, but currently I'm at American University in Washington, D.C., and it's really exciting. Um, favorite breakfast food right now? I don't eat breakfast as much anymore in college because I have 9 a.m. classes, but back then I I love acai bowls. Obsessed in the morning. Like it it, it gives everything. So <laughs> um I'm gonna pass it to May. Hi everyone, I'm May. I use she her pronouns and I am one of the new podcast researchers. I am from California, but right now I'm in Portland for um, university and my favorite breakfast food, oh, I'm 20 years old and my favorite breakfast food is um, omelets in any kind, especially with mushroom and green onions. And I'm gonna popcorn it to Kim. Um, hi guys, I'm Kim. Um, I'm 19 and my pronouns are she, her. I'm from Bramson, so my greater Toronto man's where are you at? Um, but I currently now live in Ottawa because of university. And for my favorite breakfast food, I am also kind of lame. I don't eat anything, but I like to shotgun black coffee so I can have the jitters for the rest of the day. So that's what I have for breakfast. Wait, I don't know how your stomach handles coffee without any food. Cause like for me, I, my, my stomach will literally hate me. Like for the rest of the day, I'll be like dying in pain because of <laughs> the, yeah, the coffee on an empty stomach. That's why green is the superior option. Okay, so that was a brief introduction of everyone. We are so excited to be onboarding so many new people. So a lot of new voices on deck, and we're really, really excited. 
but um, it's been a while since we've checked up on like everyone here. So another question that I got that I have for you, just to get to know you guys more and just like to update on what the listeners are doing. Um, how is everyone doing mentally? Like I know August is a big change. There's so many things going on and um, you don't have to go too much in detail if you not feel comfortable. But I guess we're just going to go around and ask how everyone's doing. So, Sana, do you want to go first? Yeah. So, I feel like August, like that August transitioning into September time is always super chaotic for everyone just because it's like back to school season. And for me, I'm a senior this year. So, that means like scary college apps. And I also recently just got a job. So, like balancing work plus extracurriculars. Plus, like, day work, which technically is my extracurricular, um, it's kind of difficult. I'm still, like, learning how to manage my time and still, like, give myself some me time in the midst of all of this craziness. But um, I think it's it's been nice going back to school and, like, seeing all my friends, uh, even if that means seeing all the people that I dislike at school. You know, it's fine. It's a good balance. <laughs> um so I, I guess that's how I'm doing, mostly just like learning how to how to kind of just like give time to everything that I need time for. And of course, of course, like college is always a scary thing to look for, but it's a scary thing, but it's also something I'm looking forward to. Uh, it's just like the application process is a bit intimidating, but I'm getting through it. So that's how I'm doing. <laughs> Nina, would you like to go next? Sure, and I hope school gets somewhat bearable. Um, I started school, things were weird for the past month, I guess. Started school a month earlier than most American schools do, I believe. And I went to a random school midstream. So I had to learn all this material and turns out my final is starting in 20 something days, which not prepared for, but we are going through it. It's chill. And Things are having a lot of new changes, like <laughs> already, yeah. Because um, the year here goes by a different schedule than American systems, as you can probably assume. So some of the new changes is my dad might be here, and he hasn't been here because we first came to Singapore and he stayed in Los Angeles where I originally lived because of work travels, because he had to go somewhere else later on. So we haven't seen him for like, maybe eight months because of really strict COVID borders because Singapore has been one of those countries which luckily has been strict and pretty like strong and like really intense with their COVID restrictions. So that's been hard in terms of travel and most families connecting. So that might be a possibility within a month or so because they extended the list in which you can come to Singapore. Like it was a list of countries that they're allowing. So yeah, we might see him. He's in Italy right now, and that's kind of crazy and very much jealous of him. So, Abby, you can next. So, um, I'm feeling very humbled. I'm feeling very seen and remembering that I take up space in the world. Uh, I made this TikTok about this guy, uh, about this thing, this little summer fling I had over the summer about this guy. It went viral when I touched down in Chicago getting here like I literally opened my phone and I was like why is this going up it's been I posted this like three weeks ago because you know I'm in school right now um and I was like this is horrifying but also 
how big can it get? And so I left it up for a good while time, but then I got paranoid and I was like, I'm starting classes here. I do not want the people at the school to know about my business. So I privated the video. Literally like, so like the other night, um, the guy actually texted me and he was like, hey, did you make a TikTok about like me with like pictures of me in it that like got like 10, like thousands of views online? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, and it turns out someone from his college had seen it, then was like, hey, is this you? And so um, I privated the video and it, I really thought I had made it through, but apparently not. So um, is this the same everyone... guy who wrote you a long ass no. love oh. letter? Oh, okay. No, no. Stitches no. stitches. History, history. This is like a pattern. Oh, gosh. I no no this was on this was on me I messed up there and so I like deleted the video and I was like I'm so sorry and he was like oh I think it's mostly funny but I was like I don't think I can ever talk to you again I'm so sorry um so everyone just remember the uh, internet has consequences that's how I'm feeling <laughs> and then Annika it's up to you now <laughs> I don't know how to even follow up with that but um I'm actually I'm actually um, holding on just barely because um, I just decided two days ago to move into accommodation. So it's been like a thought um, dorms and, and it's been like this chaotic scramble trying to find a room, especially in London at the moment because it's just so busy. Um, and at 9 p.m. they called, they messaged me saying, oh, we've got you a room. I was like, that's great. But they did it over the weekend when no one's in the office and I've had issues where they won't let me like my application won't go through and they said you had three days to accept it and I'm like it's the weekend so I've been harassing my um, accommodation office trying to get a room because I've checked it out and now I've fallen in love with it so I really want it so there's that so my university has been annoying me but what's new you know um so I'm trying to see if I can move in. So if I do get the room, I'm moving in in two weeks time and I have nothing prepared. So that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to, and it's, and it's catered. I don't know how to cook. So I'm really concerned about that as well. Um, so yeah, that's me at the moment. Um, and I will popcorn to Erin. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That sounds really bad. I hope the situation gets better. Um, right now, uh, like I said, like I'm in college, I'm also first year, so it's my first week of school, um, which has been really interesting. I, for the most part, I really like love all of my classes. Um, I'm potentially looking to major in art history. So I'm taking a lot of um, visual culture and arts classes, which is super fun. Um, but I decided that I didn't like one of my art history classes, actually, it was like an inter-level one, because the professor... I just felt like he didn't care about like our voices like as students and like our opinions um because he was just like lecturing on and on I'd like ask him questions and stuff and he would like completely ignore them so I was like this is not it so I decided to drop that class and I moved up to like a, a more advanced like 300 level class and it has like three graduate students in it and like a bunch of seniors that are actually majoring in art history and me being there as a little first year is kind of intimidating. Um, but it's also, it's really fun. I was talking to the professor and everything. He was like, I've never had a first year in my class before. So we'll see how this goes. So next I will popcorn off. So school started for me on Thursday and like I was saying earlier, I really hate it this year. Um, and so 
last year because my school's like not really the best but you know she's doing her best I guess but like last year we had like three hours of school a day and it was like great you know because it's like you know everything's done before 11 and the whole day's off right because COVID was crazy now it's like seven hours again and it is miserable it is so 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 miserable and everything sucks and I have to take PE as a senior and I'm regretting it so much um and yeah, and oh, right. And then I'm in charge of our school newspaper, right? Which was like, this is going to be so much fun. All my friends are doing it. Yeah, like it was supposed to be an overfilled class. I show up and there are nine people there. So I have to like confront each and every one of my friends and like, which ones of you are fake? Which ones of you am I never going to speak to again? And which ones of you are going to die? Because honestly, I'm so done with everything. And like, normally I'm an, I'm an extrovert, right? But like, I've been so tired these past few days. And I'm like, am I becoming an introvert? Because like, no hate's like that. INFPs or whatever, but like, I could never be you guys and I don't want to be you guys. So it's just, it's been a lot. And yeah. So Ellie, how are you doing? Well, for like the first time in my life, I could kind of feel old. Um, <laughs> I graduated from my master's last week. So I'm like done with school and I just started my first job or not my first job, but my first like salary job last Tuesday. So it's like an exciting time, but like it's a little bit free and I also moved across the country. So it's a lot going on, um, but it's exciting. Uh, and I just want to say, if you guys need help with college applications, ask me. I'm so good at looking over essays. <laughs> like ask me for sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's kind of it for me. <laughs> okay, I'll pop one to Annette. Thank you. Oh my God. Congrats, Ellie, on finishing your master's. I, again, I sort of thought you were like 19 and I thought we were the same age and I was like, wow, Ellie's so young. And then you're like, you come out here and you're like, I just finished my master's. And I'm like, oh, I'm still in my undergrad, but very interesting. Um, how am I doing? Mm, as soon as Jen asked this question, I literally, everybody watched me go, uh, I just, I'm, so it's Annika barely holding on. Um, the semester hasn't even started for me yet and I'm already so busy with my extracurriculars and I dropped like at least like three of them. Usually I'm involved in at least like six different things, sometimes more, and then I also work like part-time, so I'm always dying. But I, I dropped like a few things, but I'm still so busy and some of the people in the clubs that I'm in like aren't responsive and ironically enough it's like my my student society which is like for communication students so why isn't anyone communicating with me um make it make sense but I don't know it's just like very stressful and frustrating but other than that I'm I'm sort of excited for my birthday to come up because I'm gonna have a week off from most of things and Actually, no. Am I really excited for that? Not really. I cry every year on my birthday. The more that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I'm not really that excited. <laughs> oh, but I can get my Sephora birthday gift. <laughs> Period. Okay. Other, other than that, I'm just like, I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread, but great new music has been coming out. So I will say that has been good. I don't know if any of y'all have seen, um, the soundtrack for the new Marvel movie, but uh, so many of my favorite artists are on it, like BB, Zion T, Nikki, Rich Brian. I'm just oh, so excited. So many cool collabs. So yeah, other than that, I'm just like hanging on <laughs> just barely. Um, I will pass it on to Jen. Okay. Is it just me or ever since COVID and then being back to like normal classes, I don't know how to socialize. 
I don't. I don't know how to come up to people and ask them what they're doing or how they're doing or like make small talk. Like I don't like in my head now. I'm like I do not have time for this. I don't. I don't like don't want to conversate with anyone. But that's all I'm doing this first week because you know that's how like the first year of college is. I guess for the first week, like meeting so many people and like being acclimated to a new situation, a new space, being with like roommates like 24/7. Like I. I need a single next year. Like I need my me time. I need my like alone time to like distress. Like I can't be staying up till like two a.m., three a.m. That's like that's what my roommates do. And no hate, but like I I cannot. So I'm hanging on by a thread physically because I I like sleep at like two or three a.m. and I get up at like seven because then I have work. I have class. So like mentally, like I'm internalizing it i'm not thinking about it but physically my body is deteriorating like my knees hurt so fast and my voice is like practically gone like nothing like i don't i'm not sick or anything i'm just not feeling it so yeah um pray for me uh <laughs> um may what's up with you yeah, so I I am going into my senior year of college right now. We just started last week, and Jen, I totally feel you about not knowing how to socialize because we were all online last year, and now being like back in a really crowded full classroom, like even when everyone's wearing masks, it's like I don't know how to talk to people. I'm just gonna sit here, pretend I'm on Zoom, tunnel vision on the professor, get through the class. Um, but other than that, I I'm excited because I moved into a new apartment with some of my best friends and it has like a full kitchen and oven. So like I've been baking a lot and we made garlic bread last night from scratch. It was so good. Um, so I think baking and cooking for myself is gonna be like my therapy this, this semester. Just like a little self, self-love, self-care thing I can do every day. So that's how I'm doing. Um, Kim, how are you doing? <laughs> Um, surprisingly, I'm doing super, like, zen. Like, I, I feel like I don't know where this energy came from, because if you asked me last year, I basically had a stick up my butthole. Like, I was so stressed out all the time, and I was, like, crying 24-7. And as soon as summer hit, I was like, I am one with the universe. I am at peace. And now, like, <laughs> like I don't even know where this came from. And, like, like, me and my roommates have just been chilling, like, working. And all I basically do is, like, we go camping and then we like talk to people go camping and then we come back and I share this place with six roommates so there's plenty of us shoved into this little house my and then we have several people on different floors and so like we just keep running into people non-stop to the point where I'm like I don't know how much more I can do this I don't know how much more talking and like introducing myself and my major and oh, that's the only part that's stressing me out the actual like writing history papers and sorry I'm a sore the actual writing history papers and stuff like that is whatever um it's just the people there's so much people and I can't do it I can't I'm too introverted for this um but there's a lot of dogs lots of dogs on campus so so I'm feeling good I don't know if it's like just you guys but I feel like I didn't I don't know how to exist after quarantine anymore like I have to like you guys were talking about socializing when during quarantine I like barely talked to anybody I was just holed up in my room and like now I'm forced to have a schedule during my day like I go to school from eight to 
eight to three and I go to work and then like I come home and do my homework and it's like the same thing every day when like during quarantine I literally went to bed at like 3 a.m and like would wake up at like 12 p.m and like I would just go about my day as if there was like nothing happening in the world (laughs) and then now I'm just like I, I now I'm like forced to like do all this socializing at school and like I have all these responsibilities and it's like like how did I do this before I have like the opposite affliction to you because now I'm getting up early like 6 a.m every day just so I have like some sort of like mental clarity about things because like if I did not get up at the same time every day like it'd be like 12 p.m 12 a.m like who the fuck knows so like I just have been addicted addicted to like waking up early, drinking green tea. I swear to God, that is what I'm doing in the mornings. Reading like the stack of books that I have like accumulating on my desk because I'm too lazy to read through them and I'll just stay on TikTok. So I felt you with that like burnout, that just like feeling of just feeling like your body's like collapsing in on itself. You know, I wish I could be like you and get up early. I it, It's a struggle getting out of bed in the morning. It takes me like at least 15 minutes to even get out of bed. I'm a sophomore. I got it easy. I got it easy compared to y'all. Okay, so it was really nice checking up on all of you because, like, it's been a long time since we kind of, like, talked about our lives and, like, updating on each other because, as I mentioned before, like, August, September is, like, a big crucial change in our lives. Like, we're finally going back to, like, normal normal school, I guess, even though I don't think we should, but that's that's a whole other question in itself. But um, we're not talking about that right now. We're trying to get to know the new people that are here. So um, this segment is to get to know you and for our new people, um, one question that I want to ask you guys is why did you apply to Dear Asian Girl? Um, Abby, you could start. So I actually found out about Dear Asian Youth, I think I believe back in last March. Uh, I saw a few infographics and people's stories and I decided to give it a follow. And I'm, I'm usually hesitant by a lot of youth-run organizations because I I have concerns about the longevity of it and the sincerity of it. But after doing some reading and more evaluation about Dear Asian Youth as a whole, I felt very like secure and comfortable and providing support in it. So I was following it for a bit and then I was like, oh, they have a podcast section? Oh, I love podcasting. So I followed Dear Asian Girl. And then from there, I was listening to the episodes and I was like, oh, this is great. Like, first of all, what an underrepresented group of people that I just happen to be a part of um, providing great content uh, and really interesting conversations. And so when I saw that they were advertising, we're looking for new co-hosts. I was like, oh my gosh, like, please sign me up. This is the exact kind of thing I want to be a part of. And so I did that and I'm here. So thank you. Yeah, I also really liked um, Dear Asian Youth and the mission. I started working for my Sacramento chapter back in, I think last August. Um, And I was just, you know, really impressed with the national team and what they were able to accomplish within such a short amount of time. Um, So yeah, I looked like Abby did, you know, at the Dear Asian Girl um, Instagram page. And I thought that was really cool. I also just like to talk a lot. um, So 
you know, being able to talk with a lot of people with diverse perspectives from different areas just seemed pretty awesome. Um, Aaron, do you want to go next? Yeah, definitely. So like I mentioned earlier, um, I'm a new podcast researcher. Um, so I had known about Dear Asian News a little bit before, actually, because like I got Facebook before I got Instagram. <laughs> um, because I, I got Facebook for college, like initially, like back, like when everybody's doing like Facebook groups, like doing like intros and self bios and everything. And then I saw that this one girl at another school that I was considering, um, she was following like this thing called like Dirty Youth. I was like, ooh, what is this? This sounds really interesting. Um, so I like decided to like check it out. Like I found like the Instagram page and everything like later when I got Instagram. And then I saw like the Instagram page for this, specifically the Dear Asian Girl um, page. And um, like Abby and Izzy, I like saw that they're open positions and I was like, ooh, podcast researcher. Like I love podcasts too. Like they're like my favorite thing ever to like listen to and just like go like on a walk or just like paint and listen to a podcast it's really fun um but specifically I really liked um the podcast researcher position because like I really love um doing research and really like delving into a subject I'm kind of like it's kind of a little bit of like a rabbit hole <laughs> that you go down sometimes I feel like when you're doing research um but my mom's also a research law librarian slash professor so she's really gotten me into like research and all of that and I, I kind of see it now <laughs> as this kind of like noble like field or whatever so that's um really why I was attracted um to the research side uh and I think next I'm going to popcorn to Annika yeah so um like Erin I'm one of the new uh podcast researchers uh but what I loved about Dear Asian Girl was that it was one of the first youth-led organizations that actually um reflected the diversity of Asia and like encompassed everyone and it felt like a community straight um, from the beginning. Um, I found Dear Asian Youth first and then I found Dear Asian Girl and I just loved the conversations that um, were on the podcast like things I hadn't even thought of and it was just so interesting and also um, I remember one of the first posts I flicked through the history student in me like was crying from happiness because it was sourced so amazingly and I was like this is just the best thing so I just love the fact that it was like it was literally like you know by Asian girls uh for Asian girls and it was just like um great because I felt like included and like in a time where it's constantly difficult to like validate your own Asian identity it was just a really nice um thing to come across um so yeah I'm going to popcorn to Eddie yeah so I originally kind of fell in love with uh the Dear Asian Youth Literature page I just loved all of like the little blurbs that they would kind of post um uh, like the different poems and stuff and I thought they were really amazing that they were kind of just submitted by people and I thought it was really cool and then I saw I think I can't remember if it was on the leisure page or someone recommended like Dear Asian Youth like the main page to me and I saw that they guys were looking for podcast researchers and my um, master's is in kind of like uh, research and stuff and I knew that in my future career there was a high chance that I wouldn't be able to continue like the research that I really love and I really care about um, unless I was to like go into higher, higher education. So I applied to be a podcast researcher so that I could kind of continue that part of my life um, and really just be challenged in different ways because um, 
what I really liked about the podcast were like the topics or things like Annika said, like things that I had never really even thought about. Um, and so it really like is such a great opportunity to kind of expand. Um, yeah, so excited. Sorry if my roommate walked in. Um, so originally when I was um, thinking about Dear Agent Girl, it's because, and hopefully no one misinterprets this as nepotism, but it's because Annette would always constantly boast about how much she loves the team and how much she just is really proud of the team all the time. And so I honestly was like, this sounds interesting. And obviously I trust my girl. So I went and took a look at it and I just kind of fell in love with the idea and like you guys talking and making a space for yourselves in a place where a lot of times you don't have the place to voice your opinions as like Asian girls. Um, so I was like, I want to be part of the team, but I don't know if you noticed earlier when I went on a little really fast tangent, but I'm not an eloquent speaker, um, but I am much better at writing and researching. So um, it's also part of my degree, history degree. All you do is fucking write. So I was like, okay, well, let's see how I can contribute and also be part of the team and be part of this and feel like I'm helping with you guys making just like even if a minor difference, like make a difference. That sounds so cheesy. That sounds really cheesy. Just cut that out if it gets like really gross or whatever. But um, so yeah, that's why. Um, and on to May. Yeah, so similar to Ellie, I also found Dear Asian Youth through the literature page last year and then through the literature page found Dear Asian Girl and started listening to it and um, really loved the conversations and just kind of the open and honest discourse and the diversity of hosts and topics. And um, that's why when I saw that there were openings, I was really quick to apply and very excited to and I, I love researching as well for my major. That's kind of what I have to do all the time. And I love writing, but it sometimes feels that research is kind of behind this wall of like academia. So kind of being able to apply it to this um, very empowering and open space was really exciting opportunity. And I'm so happy to be able to do it with all of you. So that's why I applied. I really like hearing your guys' stories and how like you wanted to get involved with Dear Asian Girl, like especially since like at least Nina and I have been here for like over a year. So it's really nice to get like fresh new eyes on like what Dear Asian Girl is and like, yeah, it's really wholesome. Like I feel like really happy and like, <laughs> so as I mentioned before, it was really, really nice. Um, it was really, really wholesome, but um, something that's really kind of iconic about Dear Asian Girl is sort of like, like overall like our men horror stories, um, a little bit more white men horror stories. Like if anyone has listened to this podcast, you definitely know about like Alina's stories, my stories, Nina's stories. But since there's so many new people, there's so many new stories that we get to tell, so much tea, so much drama. So um, we're gonna go around and tell any stories of being with like guys that you just like didn't like or like white guys specifically. I don't know, it's just, it'll be kind of fun. <laughs> um, I'll popcorn it to Sana. Okay guys, I know we talked about like white men horror stories in the past um, in like one of our very first episodes um I only trust myself with one white man and that's my boyfriend <laughs> but I 
someone just gave me like a huge like shock <laughs> yeah um is it just a plot twist yeah I know I know <laughs> I honestly never saw myself dating a white guy until I met my boyfriend but I there have been um like I, I I went through that awkward stage in middle school where I like wanted to be white and like all the guys I liked were white and it was it wasn't like like it, they weren't good like, they were all like racist like very like a patriotic type of white guys so I tend to just stay away from them now um, I don't even like associate myself with them so I, I don't have any like really horrible white men stories like Jen and Alina did but I did date an Asian guy who fulfilled that Kevin Yuan stereotype with the whole like vaped all the time like listens to like trap music um <laughs> was a huge stoner so it, it was bad it was bad it was just bad and I'm gonna leave it at that because I I want to hear everybody else's stories since mine aren't very interesting <laughs> I'm gonna pass it on to Nana if you have any I'm not going to satisfy your want for some extravagant story that's going to shock you the way Jen and Alina did, because I swear to God, y'all had it rough. But just I was talking to this one guy who like we he was being someone of actual substance, which is so rare in men. It's on their DNA. It's very surprising to me. He was saying like, you know, all the cheesy bullshit of like, oh, if I were to meet up with my girl, I want to take her like stargazing or some shit i would like take her out to like <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so all these you know words of talk whatever i'm like you do you whatever move you have like hidden in your mind you go through them then we met up eventually and like <laughs> he was like it was so fucking sus when i went up there because we met at some near some random boba place because boba's all of our lifelines here pretty much and he immediately within like half an hour is, you know, hey, want to get out of here? And I'm like, okay, okay, let's see. And we take a train somewhere and he takes me to like this rooftop garden. I'm like, you know what? This is like so extra because I'm not a fan of the cheesy bullshit. Maybe you guys live for that, the romance or whatever. But I'm like, in my mind, if a guy's doing that, it's solely for the purpose of seeming like trustworthy. And then you get to the shitty parts. That's just my brain. My damage, you know, come try to educate me i, I see <laughs> um is he just said in the chat who hurt you for all the people who can't see us but uh, all men <laughs> men Annette. and then turns out he lied about being 19 instead of 16 so that was really great i'm glad he lived out his fantasy with that dynamic so we love a good plot twist abigail please go <laughs> This is not the question for me. I literally just like, I need to stop over sharing online. Um, so I, I'm really disappointed in myself because I had to interact with two white guys this year, which is more than I need. Um, and he infuriated me from the beginning. Like, so we both started taking uh, language lessons. And yes, Abby, avoid European men. Just don't. Um, they're the worst. Um, so I hope he doesn't listen to this. But if he does, you piss me off. So um, we were both doing language classes and uh, it was Mandarin. Um, so uh, 
he decided I just do it as not as part of my degree um it's like kind of module and he does it as part of his degree he changed halfway through the year and for some reason he thought I don't know if he was doing this but I guess white men really don't see past themselves um he just became really condescending like messaging me like oh do you need help I'm like dude we're both the same but we don't know anything to do with Mandarin like we're nowhere fluent um and he just kept messaging me like let's talk together to, together to each other and I'm like I don't want to stay away from me um and then uh he asked I had an exam coming up a speaking exam and he was like um good luck and I was like he didn't even say good luck no he was like oh um remember to speak slowly and uh, uh like carefully and I was like yeah why are you being so condescending it's a speaking test and I was like you know I was thinking of wrapping it out <laughs> so um that kind of startled him and then he replied oh you could do that two extra points and I just left him on red but more of the story is avoid white men who decide to take um Asian studies in anything because they will try and tell you that they know better so especially European men we'd love the OG colonizer but um I will pop corner over to sorry um Kim Okay, so I don't really have like personal stories with white boys because I'm gay, but I do have stories with white men, like men, like grown ass men, like approaching me all the time. And it's so weird. I don't know if it's because my head is literally a walking like red, like flashing sign or something, but you get approached on the street. I get approached on the street all the time with people being like, hey, yo, Asian persuasion, Asian persuasion. And like, I'm telling you, it's nonstop. I used to live in a multicultural area, but ever since moving to Ottawa and the white men are everywhere, they will not stop coming up to me. Like, I would say the only other incident that I had that was like unsettling was I used to work at a poutinery back, in, this is very Canadian of me. I used to work at a poutinery um, in Brampton. And one time this old older gentleman, and I'm saying gentleman sarcastically, he walks in, he's probably senile, and he leans in really close over the counter, takes a deep inhale, like while I'm standing there. And then I'm like, okay. And he like orders his food or whatever. I walk away, I make his food. And while I am making his food, he kind of just like looks around. He's the only one there. And he's like, you know, you're really dot, 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 cute and exotic. And I was like, you did not call me exotic, like no illegal monkey pet from TikTok. I am not an exotic little toy. And then the worst thing about it was I'm like, we're in a very, very diverse area. And the minority are surprisingly white people. So if anything, King, you're exotic. You're the exotic one. And so it was so like that stuff happens to me all the time. It's literally vile. It's literally vile. Okay, I'm going to pop going over to Izzy. Okay, so I'm not going to delve into the recent stuff because that's a lot of trauma. But freshman year, I had a little story where this guy on the on the track team, red flag number one, uh, who was friends with one of my friends, uh, he like started talking to me. I was like, whatever, I'm bored. You know, it's almost October. It's almost homecoming. Like, let's get this over with, you know? So we were talking like for a week, right? Like less than a week. We weren't talking that much. He started like hearting my Instagram pictures and like commenting under them. And I was like, dude, we don't know each other. Like, stopping weird um and then he decides to dm me like right before school and he's like 
He said, are you trash? Because I would like to take you out. And me being sensitive, I was like, that is so rude. And I was so annoyed that I blocked him. Right. So like I blocked him on Instagram, but like, I forgot about like Snapchat and stuff like that. And then like a couple weeks later, um, you know, I was like doing my thing, being a little, you know, social justice warrior saying like, um, you guys need to like, stop being like racist and stuff like that. Then he swipes up and he's like, actually my dad was a firefighter and like all this stuff like that. Right. So anyways, yeah. Um, so I blocked him on there too and then you know we go into covid right so like you know we're in lockdown and like we're coming back to school i come back to school to find out uh now he's dating the the girl who tried to set me up with him so i feel betrayed on both ends uh and that's part of the reason why the school year sucks so bad but um yeah i did not have a good time so long story short don't date anybody who's on a track team ever because you you guys all know why i don't even really have to say that um but anyways does may have a story yeah, so like Anika, I have a, a white man in Asian studies slash Asian language story, but this time it's the professor. Um, so picture me, uh, junior year of college, finally having uh, the courage to take Chinese because I didn't really learn it growing up as a kid. So I'm like, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect to my culture. Like, this is, this is going to be the time. This is, this is my time to shine. So I sign up, I get into the class, like it's a crazy, it's hard to get in because it's like small classes because it's language. Um, and this was like four months before the school school year starts. Um, and then I'm really excited. I'm talking to all my friends about it. Like, yeah, like I'm finally gonna take Chinese. I'm finally gonna be able to speak Mandarin. It's so exciting. Um, and then I, tell that to one friend and she's like actually that professor he's racist he's homophobic he's misogynistic he makes women in the class feel uncomfortable and he's a white man teaching Chinese so I didn't get to take the class I I, I dropped out real quick um but yeah kind of at a predominantly white institution that that's that's the daily daily struggle with with the white men because it's also in this case white professors so yeah um Annette do you want to go next you know what I, I was gonna share a story about a white man who's wronged me but so many men regardless of their race have wronged me in general <laughs> including my own father <laughs> um Plus, too many people I know listen to this podcast, so I'm going to have to sit this one out because I don't want to start any tea. But if anybody ever asks for stories, I'll give them to you. But I just can't do it over this podcast. Yeah, so my white man story. So over the summer, I was like, I'm going to make some money, you know. So I decided um, I wasn't going to do like internships or anything this summer because a lot of them were unpaid, unfortunately, um, which is too <laughs> But I was hostessing at a restaurant and like the restaurant business in general is just very full of like swarmy people and especially the white men in the restaurant industry, like very creepy. So I was like, because like my hostess job, like our restaurant wasn't like super busy or anything because these were like still like um, post COVID crowds. So we didn't have that many like customers. So I talked with other hostesses and stuff. Um, and I was working around the time I'd gone to prom and I was like friends with like my other host friends and they were also, um, girls around my age. So I was like showing them like my prom photos and I'd gone with like my best friend, um, 
she's also Chinese and like my, my manager came over and he was like looking at my photos too and first of all I was like you no like don't look at my photos and then he was like oh my god is that your girlfriend <laughs> and I was like oh no we're just friends or whatever and he was like okay well like my friends like my family you know they they might not they might say this but like I I disagree but they might say that like I have like an Asian fetish or <laughs> something he was like you know my last girl my last girlfriend she was like Filipina um and he was like you two are pretty cute together and I was like <laughs> I was like excuse me excuse me please like get away from me and then he was like you know you're really pretty <laughs> So then, like, I literally, I, I felt so uncomfortable, like, the rest of, like, my shift, like, working there. And then, like, thankfully, like, there are other, like, restaurant positions, like, close by. So, like, I was, like, I'm getting out of the situation real quick before, like, it, like, escalates into something. So I quit that job. I just left. So, yeah. More <laughs> like, yeah. White men in restaurants, restaurant business, especially managers, people who are a higher position. It's a no. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, what about you, Ellie? Any white men stories? Ooh, I have so many. Um, so maybe the first problem was that I have been a Chinese major in both of my undergrad and masters. So a lot of um, suspicious white boys. And like my first week of my freshman year of college, um, one of the guys came up to me and he was actually not white, but he was um, he's actually Taiwanese, but he came up to me and he's like, Oh, I love like mixed girls. Are you mixed? You know? And I was like, Oh no, I hate this already. Um, and so my undergrad, I really didn't date anyone because everyone that I came into contact with, cause I was like really involved with like the, like people studying Asian languages. So all the guys I came in contact with were like suspicious, <laughs> like with their intentions. And I went on one day, I remember, and I remember I was like freaked out because uh he like uh, like after I went on a date with him and I was like oh not my type he literally like the next day asked out another girl who was mixed who looked like really similar to me and I was like oh that makes me feel so gross like that's so gross um but I will have to say that my boyfriend now is also a Chinese major in undergrad and he is also white <laughs> and I promise it's not like that <laughs> but he's he's wonderful but I I would say that when you're like in one of those language majors like Japanese Chinese Korean like it's good like healthy to be suspicious like 90% of the time is not gonna be like a good like answer (laughs) Um, but I will say that you know there are some people who like actually genuinely just wanted to learn that language and genuinely just wanted to do something so you know don't count everyone out but like it's okay to be suspicious for sure when I came to Singapore multiple people asked me if I was mixed and then when I said no I feel the interest slowly dying down so I just heard that I was like "Mm." I don't I feel like I've overshare way too much about my white men horror stories I I think I'm running out but the only one recently possible oh my god (laughs) I know because I have way too many but you know because I just moved here there's been just like a lot of guys just asking me if I'm really Filipino because of my hair they ask me because of my hair all of a sudden since I've gotten blonde highlights they're like are you mixed like what are you and I'm like 
look at my color of my skin like i am clearly filipino but um i think i've like exhausted all of mine which is kind of it's kind of sad but no it's actually a good thing but it's also sad because they're really really funny so <laughs> but um okay so we're gonna be wrapping things up because we don't have much time but um, it was really nice to get to talk to you guys. Um, I hope you as listeners that are listening feel warmed and accepted and like relate to any of these stories that have been going on. Cause when I was listening to everyone, I truly related. Like I generally had like that professor that was like really racist or just like that white guy that came up to me and was just like not treating me right. So um, I hope you guys relate to this and Season five will be coming up very, very soon. Um, further details will be in our Dear Asian Girl Instagram. We're really, really excited. Um, we're so excited to introduce these new co-hosts and researchers that are gonna be helping us along this new upcoming season. And um, as a reminder, as we mentioned before, we have two new co-hosts. So completely new voices on Dear Asian Girl. And yeah, does anyone else have anything they wanna say? before we wrap things up yeah uh, actually before the fifth season we do have a couple like fun episodes coming out um we have an episode with nikita our chapter director as well as um more fun episodes like doing advice columns and writing letters to our younger selves or our future selves so um get excited for that before our next season airs yeah thank you guys so much for listening and i hope you guys have a good rest of your day wherever you are and yeah want more of dear asian girl you can find us everywhere on apple podcast spotify and anchor we're on everything can't get enough subscribe follow rate review to get all the updates on the latest at dag let us know your feedback and what we can do to improve. We also can be found on Instagram. Follow us at Dear Asian Girl to receive updates about our latest episodes and fun facts about the host. We'd love for you to reach out. D-A-G, Dear Asian Girl, a podcast dedicated to share the stories of Asian girls everywhere. For the Asian Girl, by the Asian Girl.